Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Happy Monday. You are back once again with the Genegade Master. And welcome back to No Straight Answers, the LGBT plus podcast where I speak to members of the community and try to make new friends. This week we talk to Moffzilla, Twitch dreamer, legend, icon. I absolutely love Moffzilla. Since this podcast was recorded, Moff has had a neon yellow mullet cut in. And it is everything. It's the kind of haircut I wish I could get away with. Perhaps in solidarity, I have spent this evening dip-dyeing my hair blue. Pretty much for a one-shot Dungeons & Dragons thing that I will be doing next Thursday with former podcast guest, uh, Kate. Links for that down below if you're interested. I don't know why I've dyed my hair blue, because I have also bought a wig. It's for a very cool-looking satyr paladin, and he wears blue shutter shades, which is a very hard phrase for me to say. This week's chat topics? More about imposter syndrome. I did tell you, everybody is feeling it. A little more on by Panerasia. Yet more pants talk. Who knew they would be such a hot topic on this podcast? And I've also coined the phrase queer mischief, which I will be getting up to the second I've finished editing this. And also, we have decided that former podcast guest Rebel deserves her own version of Drag Race. So, Rebels, <laughs> UK Drag Race. I said Rebel by accident the first time round, but I enjoyed it so much, I'm keeping it. During this episode, I refer to myself as a cis woman, and as we've established in a former podcast, I'm not so sure that's true anymore. Oopsie. But you know what? Life is for learning. And sometimes that involves learning new things about yourself. And that's okay. You enjoy this. I'm off for some queer mischief. I will catch up with you after this episode. Today's guest, and I'm very, very excited to see them because they look incredibly glamorous. And I say this about all my guests, but it's always true. Today's guest is the incredibly delightful Moff Silla. Hello, Moff. Hi. Hi. Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm as chaotic as I usually am. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to okay. tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah, sure. So, hi, I'm Moff. Almost everybody calls me Moff. The only people that call me my real name are my work and my parents. So even my husband calls me Moff. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, my pronouns are she, her, mm-hmm. although I have no issue with other pronouns um being used apart from he I'm not 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 a fan of being called a he mm-hmm. which i'm sure we'll come to okay um i am 38 next week and i live in the midlands with my husband of 10 years 
who I've been with for 17 years and our two cats who might jump up. I can't stop that. I hope they do, frankly. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't want to see cats? I mean, it's less ideal for the audio listeners, but, you know, we can describe the cats so it's not all bad. It looks like an arsehole made of fur. (laughs) Yep, that's the cat. So tell me about these pronouns then. So is it that you identify with more than just she, her? No, no, I'm I'm a cis woman. I have contemplated this quite a lot. Um, we've had nothing but time recently, haven't we, to mm-hmm. do so. Um, uh, and I know that pronouns aren't necessarily linked to gender identification either. But um, something came up with a friend, Sophie, Sophie Cakes, the other day. Uh, she had her pronouns on the for Twitch as she, they. Mm-hmm. And I realized I'd been defaulting to she. Okay. It was a case of, um, I think I'm still very comfortable with she, he. I am still learning and getting used to, and I'm quite happy to admit that, um, getting used to other pronouns, neo pronouns, things like that, and practicing. So I have been defaulting to she. And I messaged her and I said, mate, pronouns say she, they. Do you Are one of those preferred over the other? Mm. Um, if I use they and she said oh no no my pronouns are probably she her but I don't mind being called they and I'd like to see more people using it okay so I thought if I put that up people can practice using it Mm -hmm. more for people that that are stronger and on their feelings and they are their pronouns yeah you know because it's not a preference is it It is a thing Mm -hmm. it's Preference is not the word. Um, and so I thought, you know what, we'll rock that too. If we can get more people used to the idea who aren't currently or, or aren't as practiced as me included yeah. using they, then we'll have a go. <laughs> Just try it out. Yeah. yeah. I, it doesn't, I, don't, I don't like male pronouns for myself. Mm. I don't. Um, I have issues with being called guys. Okay. Um, hi guys, and I know hey everyone does it, and I. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah. <laughs> I do it myself too. I know. I know. I use guys. I'm yeah. really trying hard to 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 stop it. Um, and people say, "Oh no, I use guys as gender neutral, or I use dude as gender mm. neutral." Hey, dudes. Like, yeah. And it's you're not using it as gender neutral. Mm-hmm. The word is not gender neutral. Mm-hmm. So, um. Oh, how lewd can we get this early? As as lewd as you want, mate, it's fine. Okay, so if I said to you, I fuck guys, you'd think I was straight and it was just... I mean, I personally involved. wouldn't, but some would, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so unless a cis man is... A straight man is able to say, I fuck guys, and it means any gender, then it's really not a gender-neutral word. Okay, yeah, I see your point now. I know other people feel different about it, but um, I just can't get on board. Mm -hmm. I think my thing is, like, I've realised what I used to do in the old days. I used to say lads, and I don't know where it came from. I don't know if it's like the ladette culture or what that we used to have. I said lads for the longest time, and then I stopped myself from saying it. But I've noticed it's almost like creeping back in, in a, like, kind of... um, It's meant to be an ironic way. But when I catch myself doing it, I hate myself. I'm just like, all right, lads. And it's like, you don't mean it, though, do you? That's not a gender-inclusive term to say lads. 
I think you're parrying, parodying the situation there, though. Like, <laughs> lads, lads, lads in the pub, pub watching football, drinking lager. Yeah, you know. All right, lads. All right, lads. I, I think, think that's it... where it's coming from in my brain. Mm-hmm. But then I also hate that I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I think there are some people that wouldn't necessarily like lads. Mm-hmm. Again, I mean, there's things that you can call all your friends. In Yorkshire, we call everyone dickhead. Like, dickhead. <laughs> dickhead is like term. Mm-hmm. But I know some people down south might not like be calling dickhead. So um, that was English. Um, so, <laughs> dickhead. That was terribly posh. Uh, so, um, <laughs> yeah, it's always situational, isn't it, mm-hmm. with your friends and who, who you're hanging out with. I'm not going to say, all right, lads, to a bunch of people at work. It's not going to go down fantastically. I think it's a bit, it's that thing again, isn't it, about intention more than anything. Like your words, the intention behind them is often more important than the actual word that you're saying. And I don't want to take away certain things because obviously when it comes to certain things like like pronouns, etc., et it's like for me that is the all-important thing. If you tell me that's your pronoun, that is your pronoun and I will happily use that for you. Um, but it's like, like I'd say the example I would give is... No, I'm, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to get myself cancelled this early. Let's not go down that road. But I, I, I think there is an argument for certain words are said. Um, and, like, you can say them in different ways. Like, look, like the word queer, for example, is mm-hmm. that's been reclaimed to a degree. And I'm fully aware that there are some people in the LGBT plus community that still hate that word. And that is completely their prerogative. And they don't have to have it used to address them. But, you know, that, that used to be a word that was weaponized against us and was used, used to use as a horrible word. And yet, the, you know, the intention between how it was used previously and how it's used now is completely a different thing, but it's the same word. Yeah. Um, I, I want to just go back and revisit the it's the intention, though, mm-hmm. because and this isn't a slight at you. I remember learning... And I do a lot of learning. I love learning. Honestly, if I come out every new day with something extra, I'm like, look, I'm not the same person I was yesterday. Here we go. Yeah, same. Um, intent doesn't override impact. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to be careful of that one. Um, I think someone say they don't like lads. Yeah. And we obviously never intended it to be like exclusionary. Then it doesn't override the impact if they were a person that is really uncomfortable with lads. Yeah, or... I'd actually agree with you. I think it's it's that thing about if someone is offended, it's not on you to say it's not offensive. It's that old argument, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's like if someone has been offended by something, then it was offensive. Yeah, and if you want to apologise, making sure you say, I'm sorry that you were upset, not I'm sorry if you were upset. Yeah. I, I hate, that. I hate that. that. I'm sorry if you were upset. No, because oh. that's not an apology. <laughs> no, it's not. And I've seen people use it knowing that it's not an apology. Yeah. They're using it on purpose to avoid having to apologise. So, yeah. I mean, early doors at the gate, we have a question from Chicken Exotic. I've I've recently made friends with individuals who identify themselves as she, her, they, them, among others. When I want to speak to all of them, I don't feel comfortable saying, hey, guys, but I don't know what to say since I don't want to offend anyone. I want to learn and respect everyone. Any suggestions? So there are plenty of groups for people. It just you've got to use them in situational. So maybe friends. Hey, friends. Mm. Hey, hey, everyone. How's everyone doing? Uh, I like comrade, but. (laughs) 
comrades, but that's just because I'm a <laughs> That's just because lefty. I want to destroy capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Come to my socialist utopia. We're all comrades. Um, I quite y'all? like Fatuous Jeffrey's question. Uh, sorry, Fatuous Jeffrey's suggestion is that everyone should just adopt y'all. <laughs> y'all, we can't do that as Brits, man. Have you tried to hear? Hey, all y'all. Hey, like, y'all. It's just- it's, it it's sounds so like we're funny. taking the piss. I love it, but I do. It does make it sound like our accent doesn't work. I don't think. Are we not though? Are we not taking the piss? Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to. <laughs> I've seen hey, Scots y'all. use troops, says Lou. Ooh, troops! Troops is quite good. I, right. I use friends Peeps. a lot. I think. Peeps, friendos, friends, friendos, friendos. Hey, friends, mateys, hey, birds. Yeah, yeah, and it's just trying. It's practicing that. I think um, someone who uses pronouns other than she, he are going to be used to people using mass terms that are gendered and they're going to give you a little bit of um, leeway before they start getting all like, can you not? You know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. especially if they know you've made that attempt to move on from gendered collectives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of it is about trying, and it's, I'm like you in that if I can learn something new in a day, I consider it a, a good day. So if it is just a case of readjusting your own mindset, because like I said, the friends thing probably didn't come easy to me early on, but now it's like my default. Because I used to say, "Hey guys, all right, guys, <laughs> yeah, guys." And, and I mean, it sounds like a, an aging woman trying to sound cool with the kids when you say "guys," but <laughs> you know. It, everything yeah it takes a bit of getting used to like that um old man millie says i've noticed that there are sections within the lgb community that refuse to accept pronouns and express transphobic language what do you think is the best way to address this which is a Welcome. huge question millie <laughs> we need to fix the lgbt Wait, plus community on this podcast <laughs> okay like 10 minutes here, here. Go. all right let's go brainstorm everybody brainstorm let's go <laughs> <sighs> i'd say if you, there, there, there are schools of argument on this. Mm. Like, can can you change this person you're arguing with? If it's a random Vivi yeah. on Twitter, probably not. Mm-hmm. Right? I have a big, long, and luxurious block list. It's wonderful. Yeah, same. <laughs> However, other people may be watching those conversations and not seeing engagement. Think that we've got no argument from the pro what well, the pro t side of mm. the discussion mm-hmm. and also i don't want to leave our trans friends doing all the work yeah absolutely if i can bitch slap a transphobe verbally or you know leave a correction or just send some support yeah it's at least taking a little bit of the work off the people who have to do that shit every day mm. I mean, it's something that we've discussed on this podcast before about being like the sole LGBT plus person, the only contact that somebody has and the exhaustion that comes with having to give all of the answers. If you are a (laughs) trans person that is facing that kind of shit every day, then Mm -hmm. some of the cis people stepping up to go, actually, you're being a massive wanker probably is an okay thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, you touched on earlier the Q word, queer. The Q word, yes. I use queer mm-hmm. um, for a description on myself. Yes, um, I do. And sometimes say the queer community 
which I've got to be careful with because I know not everybody is okay with that. Uh, yeah. And if anybody asked me to stop, I would stop immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and my boss once turned to me. So funnily enough, the, to, to the person before me and me in the role I do at work have both been queer. Mm-hmm. Um, so he turned around and asked me, he's like, so are we allowed to say that? And I was like, oh, you maybe know. Uh, okay. We can. Here we go. Yeah. I mean, this man's old enough to be my dad. Yeah. Um, He's a a sweet dude. Um, And I had to sit and explain to him that we can reclaim words. And uh, he can call me queer if he wants, because I've told him he can. But You you said that's your label, so it's fine. But maybe he should walk into a pub and go, all right, all the queer people, how are you doing? (laughs) Hey up your bunch of queers. <laughs> Me, I'm just so, saying some might take offence to that. <laughs> situational again, yeah. Yeah. Oh bless yeah. him. He like he asked well. though. So that seems positive. Oh, yeah, yeah. He um he did. It was really nice to have that conversation with somebody. Um so especially being married to a cis man. Mm. Uh, it was nice not to have the first question be, how can you be queer? Yeah. Uh, that, that was um, a breath of fresh air. He, he's a delightful man. Oh, bless him. Well, like he's trying then. <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell me a bit yeah. then about how you found out that you weren't straight. Slept with women. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, I'm, I'm trying, Moff. I'm trying. It's just... Yeah. COVID's in the way. COVID's if it wasn't in the for way. That, you'd be everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something then that would have got me cancelled. There we are. Go on. Please tell me about your story. Um, I don't know. I don't think it ever was a decision. Okay. So I. I'm not saying it's a decision. It's no, a... Like, no, no. It's like I came out or find it out. I don't remember it just not true. Okay. Um. However, I have had the easiest time. Yeah. I have only had relationships with straight cis men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have had relations with women and uh, relations. non-binary people. Yeah. We, we watch Netflix and... Um, <laughs> Netflix and chill, obviously. Over the top cuddles. Over the top of the blanket cuddles, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, it, would, it would tie in with the whole uh, strict... No gay propaganda in films stuff. Then. Oh, yeah, no, you'd, you'd absolutely. get away with it. Yeah. You'd get away with Hayes Code with your behavior. <laughs> hands on display at all times. Yeah. The only time One you leg could outside. When they were in the bucket of popcorn. <laughs> That's the only thing that occurred that day. Uh. <laughs> um, and well, so I kind of left it alone for a long time. I mean, mm. I've been, as I say, I've been with my husband for 17 years. So it's like visibly. We're straight. Mm-hmm. It's a straight relationship. And people have never, I mean, obviously, people in visibly straight relationships don't often get harassed for their relationships. Yeah. I won't say never, but mm. um, so it, it didn't affect me for the longest time. And um, I never felt queer enough to mm. go to Pride. Mm. I, took my husband to a lesbian feminist barbecue for all these bands that were happening i wanted to support some live music and stuff like that vegan barbecue and he like you know was like i'll try the food okay this sounds amazing (laughs) 
Oh my god, we just got daggers stared at us the whole time. Really? Okay. Um Yeah. And it's like I'm trying to spend money on you all. I want to give you money mm. and eat vegan food, please. Um so I didn't try again for a while. And I I could be I could be overloading that. It was fifteen years ago. Okay. Um I think we've moved past that now. Mm. Um, but it could have also felt to them invasive that this six foot two beardy man had turned up with a woman at their safe space. Was so it specifically it. for lesbians? Um, it was, um, I can't remember the organization, Sapphic, Sapphic something okay. was throwing a shindig. Mm. So it was their party, but it didn't say, I mean, it didn't, obviously didn't say mm. it's only for lesbians. So, so only lesbians allowed. <laughs> no, we wouldn't have gone. That, you know, it's not a place for us. Um, mm. uh, but it was a fundraiser and I'm like, well, it's mm. at the pub I like down the road. I oh. like live music. I like food. Let's go. Okay. So if it was a fundraiser, that does seem a bit strange, mm. particularly. But hey, it didn't put us off forever. Hmm. So I went to my first prize when I was 35 years old. <laughs> Why did you not go beforehand then? What was the reasoning? Uh, so I, um, I went to university in Leeds, which is a big city. And pride in Leeds is a big deal. And it's usually on a Sunday. Um, so I was probably working the next morning, what have you. So I couldn't like throw myself at it fully. But a big crowd combined with I hadn't been to one before and feeling inadequately queer mm. well like that mm. um <laughs> it was just like is this space for me yeah. or am I taking up room in a celebration for people that actually have problems to deal with a little bit I mean again a lot of this is probably on my own brain to be honest um I was actually going to say, I think that is a much more common feeling than you think, because I've spoken to quite a lot of queer people now by this point. And that feeling of not being queer enough is such a huge running theme with everybody. It's like, particularly if you're someone who's maybe bi or pan and you're in this straight passing relationship, for lack of a better word, there's this feeling of like, because people don't see you as being visibly queer, you don't feel queer enough. And it's like, I mean, in my case... I've dated so many men. I'm I'm not convinced that I will ever be with another cis man again in my entire life. I think that's where my label is going. But there is a part of me that's like, well, I've been with so many men. I'm not really a proper queer person. I haven't struggled like other queer people have. And like from now on, I might exclusively be dating women and non-binary people. But do you know what I mean? It's like it feels like uh-huh. it feels like you're not queer enough because your past doesn't back it up. And much like you, like my first pride was so much later because I was in denial for so many years, which also contributed. But like I've said before, I never went to Pride because I was a very good ally, you see. And, you know, I can't be in their space. That's their space. It's not for me. And I think it's interesting speaking to so many other queer people, how many of us get that feeling of not feeling queer enough. And I wonder what that is. I wonder if that is a societal influence in that you know it's because it's, it's such this targeted thing and it's like if you're that then you're different to everybody else and blah 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 and i mean is it possible that it puts so much pressure on us we feel the need to be like visibly queer like just fancying people oh. of the same sex isn't enough <laughs> oh my goodness i mean 
being visibly queer in a straight passing relationship and mm. pride, I panic over the smallest details like do I do the pan panel by flag <laughs> on my eyes, my nails? Every year my nails are absolutely spectacularly gay. <laughs> they are so gay. Apart from the fact that they're an inch long. And yeah, I'm wow. like, hang on, they're gay or not. Um gotta keep them trimmed off even when I thought I I was straight I was doing that right keeping my fingers trimmed I didn't know why I was doing it (laughs) turns out subconsciously we knew (laughs) (laughs) actually a lady last last time I was at Derby Pride which is where I live now which is much smaller Mm. um, last time I was there a lady did say oh I like your nails I was like thank you I did them and I was like oh but they're so long and pointy. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, just, just, it was just full of women flinching, going, oh dear. Yeah. Like your nails. Like your nails at a distance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, on you, love. Uh, yeah, so I, I went to Derby Pride as my first one, which is tiny. Yeah. Absolutely tiny. Yeah. Um, they shut a little road and put a stage up. And actually, the first thing you can see when you get there is the anti-terrorism bollards. Oh. That broke my heart. Okay. Yeah. They put down giant concrete and water-fillable bollards at the end of the street so that it traffic can't drive down it at us. And Holy shit. Is that the reason? I can't think of any other. Holy shit. At all, both ends of the street, there's police who search your bag when you come into the street. Mm. Um, so it's like once you're through it, you feel safe. Yeah. Like, what have you got in there? Glitter, feather boa, fan. <laughs> Talk about being queer enough. I've brought my glitter and my fan and my feather boa. Just, just in Thanks. case of queer emergencies. I'm in <laughs> queer emergencies. <laughs> Quick, I've got a glitter emergency. Husband, come here. You don't look you don't look queer enough. Get some glitter in you that. You need to beard. be more sparkly. Crack on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, that, that actually threw me to start with. Once you're in, you feel safe as anything. Mm. Um and there are some preachers that stand on the march route and shout abuse as well in Derby. I was gonna ask, how like how progressive are they then if it's quite a small area? The comment I get um from people about Derby when I say I live here is oh I've been there once <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. I didn't come back the second time um, Jesus no it, it's 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 small and the amount of people drowning it out is um, fantastic mm-hmm. and we have a Derby chapter of Mum Hugs so um, and I'm, I'm I'm almost of the age where I am ascending into being a senior queer okay and i i they wear t-shirts that say free mum hugs and you can hug them if you feel the need for a mother-like figure in your life to give you a hug oh my god uh-huh. that's like, adorable and um i mean i was older than a couple of them i'm sure uh, and i i was like i need a hug anyway you know um I'm I'm getting I'm getting in on this free hug action, although I don't know how that'll go post COVID. Yeah, but maybe through like a screen. <laughs> for free hug. mum elbow bumps. It doesn't have free mum one wave. 
Oh, that's adorable, though. Like, I yeah. love the kind of stuff that springs up in queer communities like that, in that, like, if people haven't got, like, f- blood-related family, then, like, there's there's always, like, someone comes up with an alternative, you know? If you don't have a supportive mum, I am now uh, your yeah. supportive mum. I am yes. now your mum. <laughs> yeah, sorry about it. You don't get a choice. No. This is what you've got now. But I will love you aggressively, so it's totally <laughs> fine. <gasps> that's me. I am. I, one of my friends once said, "I I aggressively compliment people." <laughs> well, I don't want to creep on people. So when people walk past me and I like the dress they're wearing, I don't want them to think I'm hitting on them. So I'll yeah. say, "Oh my god, you look really good on that in that dress." As they walk past, like, so that I can't. There can't be any further exchange. It's like a fucking drive-by compliment. <laughs> they have to take it and go because I can't. You already give get it back. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Um, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I once got told I aggressively support people and I've just leaned into it. I've gone, do you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. You're amazing. You deserve the world. Carry on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. But yeah, so I want to be one of the mum hug people. Okay. That, that's a lovely uh, ambition, I think. I think it's such an easy thing to do. And it's good for both of us, the person giving and receiving the hug. I mean, is anyone truly receiving a hug? Mm. Both people are receiving a hug, I guess. Both so. people are giving hugs. Mm. Oh, oh, brain can't cope with this. <laughs> We've fallen into like a pit of existential crisis about hugs. Yeah. I think. So one of the things that, that shocked me about um, going to Pride was the amount of young'uns. The amount of, the, as you'd say, the kids, you know, and yeah. the kids are all right. Yeah, yeah. And they were wearing fluffiest coats and the, the, the most wonderful outfits, gender non-conforming, everything, like, just chilling, just being them, their selves. And that was fantastic until the kids started throwing abuse at two people beside me who appeared to be straight kissing <gasps> okay and they were shouting it's gay pride not straight pride Holy i mean shit. to be fair these people were giving the biggest pda that even i was kind of just going <laughs> leave the tonsils love you know um <laughs> get a room yeah a little bit a little bit but again if you're not safe to do that at pride when are you mm. and um gatekeepers at pride can fuck off yeah Hundred percent. Um, and, and the thing I still regret to this day is that I didn't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at myself for that. I put a note. I think because it's my first pride. I don't want to go ruffling feathers and upsetting the kids who were quite obviously happy with themselves. Yeah. Uh, on my first pride, um, so I did put leave a comment on one of the posts, just saying, "FYI, there were some kids throwing abuse about." It not being straight pride. Like, first off, you don't know what someone's gender is nope. just by looking at them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So either of those people and both of them could have been not the gender you assumed them to be. Yep. Also, yeah, either one or both of those people could have been bi, pan, ace, um, or you know, just you you don't know. Mm. You don't know these people's history, you don't know that thing. And it wasn't like they were doing it on the stage either yeah we're just having a canoodle behind the crowd <laughs> apparently i've gone all 1920s with this much yeah. lewdness okay. in, in my brain canoodle that's a new one 
Canoodling. Have a little canoodle um, at Pride. And that just... <sighs> so next time I'll call it out. Next yeah. time I'll just march over there, giving them mum vibes. And oh, be hey. like, hey. It's no. You've made an assumption there, Sunshine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we wouldn't do it about you and you don't do it about other people. You don't expect Grow it at Pride, do you? That's the thing that's sad, I think. Didn't put me off, though. No. Straight back there the next year. Yeah. Straight. Straight back then. <laughs> hey. hey! All right. Not so straight back there the next year. I think the thing that I loved, like, talking about kids, my first Pride, when I finally was like, hey, not actually straight, cool. Um, when I went, I was, I was, like you, I was just amazed at how many young people there were, like, literal teenagers just walking around holding hands, and it was just so lovely. And the thing that will always stick by me is we were watching the parade and Stonewall came down in on the route and they had signs up that said, some people are trans, get over it. Because they've got all of those signs. Some people are gay, get over it, blah, 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 whatever. So they had some people are trans, get over it. And the two girls, sorry, the two people behind me, I should say, two people behind me were like, um, just like beside themselves. At, like, like I froze up because I thought they were about to throw abuse at it because they were like oh my god they've got some people are trans get over it signs are thinking oh shit this is going to turn into turf wars and then all of a sudden they went I'm so happy oh my god I'm so happy and like they were just beside themselves and I thought you know what this is precisely what pride is about you've seen something that you've identified with or that you support or whatever the reason is that you've had that emotional reaction and Stonewall have been there and in whatever way have influenced you to feel a certain way. And I find that beautiful. That's what it's for. Uh, I wouldn't be without it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we've had to. Yeah. But we've had two been. years without it, but... <laughs> All right, so let me rewind that a sec, yeah. <laughs> when um, it's back. <laughs> well, my birthday is next weekend or the weekend after and I was supposed to be going to Chesterfield Pride on my birthday. <gasps> And they they've postponed it to August, which I still think is a brave choice. Okay. And they are posting every day like it's happening. RB have said, even though theirs is usually September, they are not doing it this year either. They're gonna move it to twenty two, which is actually just heartbreaking. That feels so far away, doesn't it? It really 2022, does. Jesus. <laughs> but also I'm not sure how I feel about August. No. Well, Cardiff's is normally in August, and I mean, I haven't seen them say anything, because they didn't have one last year. I would have presumed they're not having another one this year, because they haven't made a big shout about it, and normally we would have heard about it by now. Uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I've got new makeup palettes. I've got new <laughs> ideas for nails. I'm going to be so gay and... Uh, what, what did we say? Aggressively gay. Aggressively maybe. gay. Let's be aggressively gay. I've got a new Animal Crossing palette now and it's got because I've I've got a proud palette by um, Jolie Beauty right which is lovely but the glitters in it aren't very good they don't lay on properly the Animal Crossing glitters I'm telling you now are perfection so we're gonna we're gonna be all over that for Pride in 2022 that's where I'll be shopping in a little bit after this (laughs) colour pop it's very good um not sponsored (laughs) so have, let's go back then to like you mentioned the couple being basically abused at Pride for appearing to be in a straight relationship. Do you want to talk a little bit about kind of bi and pan erasure and what you see of oh. it? Um, I'm not. I see it when other people point it out. Okay. 
it, it's 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 difficult because I think I still fall into very easily led traps of assuming that they are straight. Mm-hmm. And and actually I find myself correcting myself out loud when I realize I make that mistake on purpose. Yeah. I correct myself out loud. Yeah. Because if it's not for me, because I could correct myself in my head and go, mm-hmm. all right, made that mistake. Don't use that phrase again. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I correct myself out loud, then if anyone's listening that is bi or pan, um, hears that, then hopefully they understand that I'm trying not to be cishet normative. Okay. Um, and also if the people I'm talking to themselves uh, isn't necessarily um, it's uh, cishet, then that signals to them, actually, yeah, she's thought about that. Mm. So I will correct myself out loud <laughs> and also then time myself up in knots over it for probably 20 minutes and then lie awake <laughs> thinking about it in bed later on like just oh, beating I, yourself up about it i know that i've spoke to people on stream uh when i've been streaming and and possibly used wrong pronouns mm-hmm. and messaged them three hours later like i'm so sorry if i did i haven't even watched the vod to check if i did or not yeah. i probably didn't yeah but i'll still message them and say if i did i'm sorry which is probably worse actually Oh, my goodness. Funnily enough, I've had this conversation in the last, well, I say had this conversation, I've read this conversation in the last couple of weeks in that I think, I mean, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, non-binary people, because obviously I am a cis person. At least it's cis, which would have been an outright lie, because I am a cis person, so I don't have the non-binary experience. But I believe the general consensus is that if you do misgender somebody, the best thing to do is to a apologize and only apologize to make them feel better rather than yourself so it's not about you and also basically apologize correct move on because if you spend a lot of time making it a big deal and all that kind of stuff then what you're doing is you're you're building it up into a thing and you're making them Mm -hmm. feel like they have to make you feel better for misgendering them and i thought when i read that i thought it was kind of a interesting point just in the fact that it's it's right because we're apologizing because we feel bad but it's not really about us it's about the person that we've misgendered yeah yeah um so along those ways is why i've messaged them later um because i didn't want to do anything big about it at the time because again if it if it was other people there i didn't want to be all like sorry 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 um but it's more like if i did that i'm sorry yeah, and we don't need to talk about it. But yeah, I should probably adjust that. Mm. It's. Um, I mean, I, I've done it, and I'm, you're mortified by it for days afterwards. But I think it's important to not put it on to that person. Then, um, mm. Squirrel in the chat says, "Just say sorry, use right pronoun, and move on." Best way, non-binary person here. So thank you, Squirrel. Mm. I think that's thank important. You, Squirrel. Yeah. And I, I, it's like everything else. I'd rather take my cues from people in that community. Like if they're telling me that's the best way to go about it, that's the best way to go about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's, not, it's not my choice to make. I think so. <laughs> so let's have a little chat then about um, the kind of imposter syndrome side of it. Because we've, we've kind of touched on it a little bit. This whole not feeling queer enough thing. Like how does that come out in you? Uh, I think I've squished it down. Okay. Now, 
Um, because for the same reasons that I would talk to the the kids at Pride, you don't know and and you can't assume. I would use that argument if anybody tried to call me on something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just because you're not eating a cheese sandwich now doesn't mean you don't like cheese sandwiches. <laughs> right? God, that was terrible. But there you go. That's what we're running with now. It's cheese sandwiches. Yeah. Um, so just because I'm not in a relationship with a woman doesn't mm-hmm. mean they aren't something I, you know, they're not people I'm interested in. Indeed, non-binary people. Um, I would, I just, I think I've just got to the age where I just don't give a fuck. Okay. I, I, or something changed and I just went, oh, I don't need to impress you. Uh, I don't need to spare your feelings. I'm just going to live my truth and stand up for myself. I love I'm that as a thing. Good time. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, as long as it's everybody's consenti- consenting, mm-hmm. uh, what is it? Safe, sane, and consensual. Okay. I usually say as long as everyone's consenting and it's legal and uh, even then there are some exceptions because some laws are bullshit mm-hmm. um, <laughs> then I'm down I will encourage you to do anything you want as long as those parameters are, are met and so I'm kind of trying to take that same thing for myself I'm here to watch some bands to whoop and holler to buy a bloody great flag that will just hang around in my house for the next year and get wicked out once a year or yeah. um some trinkets baubles get my face painted have a few beers gins or whatever uh and do it all again mm. um somewhere else in a month because there's i mean it's it's funny isn't it in the uk they're dotted around different months yeah i've always found that really odd because like oh, i say I mean, cardiff's I guess- is like august always so everyone else is all having their prides and you're just like where is ours, Cardiff? Come on. We just go on holiday. <laughs> we get to do little gay road trips. Yeah, instead. that's true. Whereas in the US, I think most of them are in June. Mm-hmm. So you get a month and there's only four weekends and some of them will clash. So at least over here, it's like, miss that one. No problem. There's somewhere else in a month. Let's let's go do Manchester or London or Leeds or <laughs> Derby. Derby. <laughs> let's go do Derby Prides. That's on for next year. I tell you what, I'd love to do Amsterdam Pride. Oh no! No! Oh my goodness! Really? Um. Oh. What, I, what I, puts I, you off? Me? Okay. Why? <laughs> I, um. I think I would just be overwhelmed at the <laughs> possibilities, and I've only been to a, um. Uh, Amsterdam for a day trip Mm -hmm. we drove in went to a gig and drove back out again okay so being an unfamiliar town or city I think I'd be too overwhelmed I'm I'm a bit less adventurous than you'd think (laughs) so despite not giving a shit anymore you are still like cautious about stuff yeah no I mean I've never I've only been to Manchester again on a day so I think Manchester pride as well my, I, I wouldn't know my surroundings or where I am if I have too many bevies. How am I getting home? What if I miss my train? La la la. You know these feelings to start to mount up. Of there are too many variables there to go wrong. Oh my god! Okay. 
Oh, I'm a big planner. So, so Leeds Pride, no problem. London, yes. Yeah. Manchester, ooh, I don't know. If it was a Saturday and I had two days to recover from it, then maybe. Because <laughs> I've been to Amsterdam once ever, but it was for like a week. And I absolutely fell in love with the place. I was with somebody who was miserable the entire time and hated every minute of it, despite the fact it was just this beautiful, beautiful city. And I, th- I think the thing that really struck me about Amsterdam is everyone is so chill. And I know there's the obvious joke there, but everyone is so chill. They all speak like 10 languages because it's so Central European. Like they really, they're really, really welcoming of everybody. Like they were just so kind and so nice to us while we were there. And I just think if you put that with a layer of having pride, because they do it on like the canals and shit. And it's like they have their, their, um, per- their parade goes down the canal. It's like, I would love to be there for that. Okay, Sounds awesome. I'm in when's the next one? <laughs> I'll take you. Let's go to Amsterdam Pride. <laughs> I'm I'm totally in. Absolutely in. Amsterdam yeah. is, is on my I need to go again bucket list, like either with someone who wants to be there or on my own. <laughs> I wanna I wanna take my husband. As I say, I got to see it. We didn't do any of the traditional stuff and we had um we had a tie for lunch and oh. uh, went to see went to see Cooler Shaker at Wow. The Paradiso, which is like a beautiful yeah. gig venue. Yeah, yeah. Um, and drove back to Germany again. Cooler shaker so, in Amsterdam. That sounds like something you made up. I love it. <laughs> my, like, my cool points have just plummeted. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with cooler shaker. Oh, we could be, uh, we, we could discuss that for half an hour. <laughs> Do you not like them anymore? Oh no, I still adore them. I still I still love them, but okay. um the late 90s was a time. I mean, we had bootcut jeans for goodness sake, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're back. They're back. I can't I can't wear them. I'm like, no, bootcut jeans are too straight. They uh, they look I know. The 90s. There was a point where I loved bootcut jeans and they just don't suit me anymore. I don't know what happened. I got old and didn't suit them. I think, oh, I mean, if you're going to do it, you've got to do it properly, you know, with some um, added ask gazelle trainers at the bottom. <laughs> and uh, you've got to have the matching blue denim jacket on the top as well. Double denim, baby. Oh, yeah. Double no, denim. No. Yeah. The, the, uh, that's one thing I'm I'm glad also to leave in the past. But uh, along with the imposter syndrome. <laughs> like... My husband is the most open-minded, forward-thinking, quietest, like, silent giant that you could ever meet. Mm. Like, that, I think that's one of the things that upsets me about it all. It's because um, he is the number one ally. Like, he, <laughs> he, he, he's done some things in his life that I'm like... We all need one of you knocking around yeah. just to stand in a minute, you know, tower over dickheads and be like, no. And um, the thought that other people were, would, would, would think he shouldn't be there is just not it. Yeah. It's not it. And he's extremely supportive of all the queer shenanigans that I want to get up to. <laughs> queer mischief, like, as I call it. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm having that one. Queer mischief. Sorry, comrade. That, that's that's <laughs> stolen. Um, but he he just sort of stands there and he's like, "All right, just tell me when you need to go home. It's not want to go home. It's need to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be over here doing doing my thing. You know, he'll 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 be the one that goes to the bar or he's just." <laughs> Oh wow! So the thought that people think he shouldn't be there—it's mm-hmm. like he's my husband. I am queer. This is a queer relationship. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So, um, before we continue, I'm going to just remind chat that if you've got any questions, please drop them in for Moff, and we'll address them. Um, speaking of questions, Fatuous Jeffrey said, "Remember tight rolling," and I can't say that I do. What's tight rolling? Uh. I'd like to make a guess, but I'll get cancelled. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey, what's tight? Do you mean tights rolling as in like just rolling because of my chub or what? Oh, quite. Oh, the low rise jeans. <gasps> yeah, you know, they the ones do low that, rise. Oh, yeah. Uh, you had to have the butterfly thongs at the back just because you were oh, constantly no. showing us. Oh, that was a terrible time. Why did we have butterfly thongs? Uh, they didn't support anything. They didn't hold anything in. You know what it was, Jen? You know what it was, Jen? <laughs> what? The patriarchy. <laughs> Fuck the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. Hi, Steve. Steve says, I went to Amsterdam for a long weekend in February 2020. Spent the time en forme without any hassles. Very chilled city and can't wait to return. I, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong because I was only there for a week, but Amsterdam strikes me as an incredibly queer inclusive city. They just, they're so chill, man. They don't give a shit. I, I had a wonderful time there, but I was kind of chaperoned and um, we had a small child with us. So it was a different experience to what I think I could have an experience with Steve, who I've known for 20 years, I think. <laughs> Steve, Steve, take me off to Amsterdam, please. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I would kill for that. <laughs> All right, then. So let's we've kind of briefly touched on them, but let's talk about allies. So, I mean, I think the thing that you wanted to address was this idea about how it's kind of OK to not know the answer to everything. Do you want to expand on Absolutely. that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, this isn't just for questions re- relating to LGBTQIA plus issues for any issue in your life you can say i don't know the answer and i'll have to come back to you on that or i'm not fully aware of this whole spectrum and situation so i'm gonna have to come back through um i often get asked questions in my chat i once had someone come in who'd seen the um lgbt tag Mm -hmm. And they were just like, I don't understand why you'd have that there. And it's like, it's so that we can explain that this place is a safe space for other people. We're not just going to sit here and talk about being gay every conversation. You know, queer people (laughs) want to talk about um, football, possibly, maybe. This this one doesn't, Uh, but some some of you might do. And you're very welcome to. Not right now. Um, you know, we, we want to talk about all the normal stuff, but what we don't want is people assuming that we are straight mm-hmm. or, you know, if someone says my husband, oh, well, they must be a woman because like, that's not true. Yeah. Um, and 
people can start asking questions that we're not educated on. I mean, as a cis woman, it is my job to wrangle other cis people. Yeah. You know, um, to the extent of what, what I know, I'm, I'm not here to speak over or for trans people. Mm-hmm. But if I can take a few of the questions that are fed up of hearing and give an easy answer like, oh, come on, that is, that is just 101 <laughs> of queer, like, um, then I can take that pressure off for a bit. Because as well as being in the LGBTQIA plus community, I am not trans. I am a trans ally. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me do that bit. Let me be your shield for a while or even your sword for a while. <laughs> hopefully without speaking for or over you. Yeah. Um, so allies, um, they can do the same to a point. I mean, if someone's just saying, oh, gay people shouldn't get married, that's, that's an easy one. You know, <laughs> anyone can take that one. <laughs> go on cis people have at your own take them away uh, and leave them in pieces somewhere far from us mm. so um <laughs> that's the work they can do to leave us to just go and be obnoxious over there what, what was the phrase be oh gay gay mischief we can go and get up to gay mischief yeah exactly just give us a day off <laughs> <laughs> a day off can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine a day off i think it's Actually, also that- important to remember that like because i've seen so much stuff lately where like every time they poll anybody in terms of support for self-id and the support for trans rights all this kind of stuff the vast majority are in support but they've got this incredibly noisy subsection of human scum that have decided <laughs> that that's that's the hill they're gonna die on being against human rights and i think I mean, they kind of like they kind of drown the conversation out a little bit sometimes and it's easy to forget that you know what generally we're all behind you it's just these dickheads ignore them <laughs> i mean i say ignore us, you know, but it's, nice, it's easier said than done in it but yeah they they call themselves the silent majority <laughs> You're not being silent, are you? Because I can hear you. You're not silent and you're a minority, so shut up. (laughs) Yeah, so you're both wrong. Also, (laughs) if that's the hill you want to die on, Mm. you go do that. At least you're now dead. (laughs) It's no no sympathy. No, Um, just, just, just bye. Just cheers. Like, out yourself. Tell us. (laughs) that you're a garbage person yeah and it makes our journey a lot easier absolutely Uh, like we said earlier there is a point you have to engage with those people to leave a sign of Mm -hmm. a a rebellion and standing up for yourself for anyone that comes along later and witnesses that conversation yeah on the other hand just block them I think I, I find it quite difficult in some ways, like like my nephews, for example, are still into like Harry Potter. And that's something that I physically can't get on board with anymore because it's just been completely ruined for me. And like my mother had come through her door with like a big Hogwarts balloon thing today. And I was like, yeah, it's a shame you can't read or watch Harry Potter anymore. Isn't it? And she was like, why? And I was like, oh, because she's a massive transform. <laughs> I don't want to be the dickhead who's trying to like take away your fun. 
But also, this is a terrible human being now, and I can't support yeah. her by like. Cause presumably, she gets money from the licensing of that balloon. Like, I can't give her any more money. I'm sorry. Yeah, I um had the series on book and on mm. on Blu-ray, and um there was a there was a big sort of like get rid of it, bin it, burn it. I didn't. I mm. donated it to charity. Okay, because I figured someone is going to buy that set from somewhere. If they can give money to the charity shop, no further money is going to JK. <laughs> if they buy it from HMV and Waterstones, she might get, a, yeah. you know, half a penny or whatever. So I donated rather than destroyed. I think I that's good. That, that, yeah, well, hopefully. It seems like a nice it thing. It's, it seems like a nice sort of compromise. Yeah. It, it, it's, I haven't taken some of that media out of existence, but I also feel that that snowball is too big we're not stopping that that the harry potter franchise is so big we, a boycott is not immediately gonna it out of existence mm -hmm. not gonna happen um i also find it really sad because like before she turned out to be a massive tiff and i was mid-divorce and doing a whole bunch of shit to work out who i was again i went to the harry potter studio tour as a thing and it was like mm -hmm. it was genuinely a wonderful experience. It was all magical. Yeah. It was all really pretty. You saw bits from them. Like I, I don't even really care about the movies that much, but seeing all the stuff from the movies was so special. And then it's like, oh, I feel like I could never go there again now because that would be giving you money. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I've also done the tour, and I wanted to go back. I mm. went one year. It was Christmas. It was all decked yeah. out like Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And they've added about six new sections since then that I haven't seen. Mm. No. Not one more penny. She's Not ruined it, isn't she? The fans have been fantastic. I think so. The fans have really rallied around, um, which is kind of proof of the fact that they are a not-so-silent minority mm. of people doing this. Mm -hmm. um, if, if anyone wants to take solace in that, the fans have taken the Harry Potter franchise and changed it into its own entity now. Um, it's been given its own life. I mean, the whole story itself, it just doesn't mesh with what she's writing now. Absolutely not. Um, Absolutely not. You're talking about a story that is literally about not being judged by where you come from and who you exactly are. Right. It's like, you know, but inner power and shit. And it's like, dude, do you not read your own stories? Apparently not. <laughs> the irony is lost them, it would seem. <laughs> wild isn't it but i don't know it's, it's it's we've addressed it a couple of times on the podcast this whole like separating the art from the artist thing and i genuinely struggle to work out where i stand on stuff because there are some people that i've literally just completely disowned and never seen any other stuff again and all this kind of stuff and other people case in point being rupaul rupaul's done some problematic shit in the past and i'm just like well oh. i'll still watch drag race drag race this will come up again later. You'll you'll find out why. Um, Drag Race <laughs> okay. has been a journey. Has been a journey. Really? Well, you, you, yes. Um, because Rue is... Um, uh, I'm going to get cancelled. Rue is a garbage human. Okay. That's not going to get you cancelled. Plenty of people have said the same. Okay. I think I he's better than he was, but he still has a lot of problems. For sure. Um... <sighs> But we're getting to see so many amazing queens that I wouldn't get to see otherwise. Yep. 
Absolutely. Um, it's giving them a global platform on huge networks, mm. on Netflix. On, and we're getting introduced to so many delightful artists that are breaking barriers and changing the world. And um, I wouldn't want to miss that. And if it's taking people from that going to their local drag artists, like I now go to Nottingham to see drag acts. Mm. Um, so even for me, it's opened me up to, oh, look, these drag shows are on. Yeah. So it, it's doing good in the world as Rue sits on a pile of old like a dragon. <laughs> a fucking dragon in The Hobbit. Yeah, just, just <laughs> hoarding, hoarding gold. Um, eat the rich. So uh, it's... Oh my god! I'm going to interrupt you to say that Samurai Jamie has suggested Rebel's Drag Race. Let's go! And I am 100 percent down for that. Yes, but let's yeah. make it happen. Let's make that. Let's happen. Make that happen, please. Rebel's Drag. That's what I want to see. Rebel's Drag Race. Who do we know? How can we? How can we? Have how this can we thing? make this happen? Right. We, look, we need to channel all our queer power together and <laughs> make this a thing. Do your thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also feel that Rue accepts apologies for pieces of the community that aren't hers to accept apologies on behalf of. Okay, what do you mean? Um, the recent Australia season, if mm. anybody has seen Aust uh, Drag Race Down Under, sorry, it's not Australia, it's Down Under because there was Queens from New Zealand, apologies. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was one of them had called out for performing in blackface. <gasps> Before the yeah. show or on the show? During the show, a couple of the other queens addressed it with them. Oh. And they said, yes, that happened. I've been doing things to address it. It wasn't right. Um, and then Rue, it, it got addressed on stage and Rue sort of um, almost said, yes, okay, and we're moving on from this. And it's like, that apology isn't... Rue, you are a black man. Mm. But you don't get to be that arbiter of, oh, I've forgiven you, I am the, you know, I, I've done this and you've done enough. It just felt like Rue sits there with this halo of, <laughs> I am everything queer and black and therefore I've said you're good, so we're good now. Yeah. And I just didn't, that really didn't sit right with me, especially as the two queens of colour in that competition, spoilers everybody, got sent home in the first two or three episodes. Oh yeah oh great yeah look. overall you look back at it because i mainlined it in like three days it was just um as a as a entire package that was a tough watch it was mm. i mean i've always found with rue that i think a lot of the time like what i like about him is when he does try and change his own viewpoints on stuff so for the longest time he was basically like if you aren't a cis man in a dress you're not doing drag pretty much that was yep. that was always his thing whereas now you know he's had a trans man on he's had one trans man on in like 18 seasons but he's had one on he's you know there's so many queens that have transitioned since their show that he has invited yep. back on great that's all good stuff but yep. then it's like there is stuff like that where it's just like well Let's move on. Sorry, it's all done. Sorted. I feel like it was into him almost. It was what? Sorry. Like, 
beaten into him. Okay, yeah, yeah. He, he got enough flack on Twitter <laughs> and from other queens. The first two other queens that he blocked on social media were Carmen Carrera, who is a trans woman, mm-hmm. and uh, Courtney Act, who was speaking up vocally for trans women. And they both got blocked by... Re- I mean, I'm, I was all up in that drama, of course, but... Oh, my God. Uh, Courtney's gender fluid as well, I believe. Ah, okay. I, I wasn't aware of that. I think um, so. So it was... You're telling me I'm wrong and I'm just going to block you. So I feel that that would have snowballed enough That's to wild. cause a proper stink. But I'm fine so, with that, though. If, like, a bunch of queens dragging Rue is enough to make Rue go, oh, actually, I was wrong... So be yeah. it. <laughs> yes. Doesn't mean that Ruth's had any growth. Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I hope, also have. I hope he has, but who knows? I also have. Well, I fingers crossed. Everyone has. Everyone has time and, and chance to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't get to say everyone is redeemable because um, the chances are it's not something again that I can forgive them for. Yeah. Um, Hello, but everyone Graham does have a chance. <laughs> Oh, those words. A man I used to admire and now think is a massive douchebag. You put me right off my dinner there. (laughs) Cheers, love. (laughs) You are irredeemable. Absolutely. No, that stamp is, yeah, there are some people that are irredeemable. Gone too far down the insane rabbit hole. (laughs) There are some issues with drag, though, however... From a feminist point of view, um, there are ha- also has been some performers that don't celebrate women or people in what they're doing, and it seems they're only in it to do an insult mm. rather than um, parody what is expected of women okay. or straight people because mm. they do. You know, occasionally drag up and it's like <laughs> look at this is what straights do and that's also funny <laughs> um, so um, putting on a fat suit okay uh, lip syncing in a fat suit and I'm like the joke is that you're flopping about that's, that's, this is not parodying the expectations you are um, you are just that's just mean. <laughs> that's just that's just shitty. That's just mean. Mm. So I also feel that a few of the contestants on Drag Race are not um, are not venerating and um, being positive in their expression. It, it's more oh, I can get a cheap laugh out of this, which happens everywhere. Yeah. And that's it's also a bit fat phobic that feels as well if we're, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm dragging up as a fat person. Yes, 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 entirely. Because I mean, they were larger queens. I mean, how do they feel oh. about it? Ooh. Well, we'd have to ask them. But <laughs> exactly. As a larger person myself, before I just went fuck everything mm. uh, a few years. ago, I would have just sat and listened to it and taken it and gone, oh, yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. internalised. Uh, um, also not wanting to rock the boat yeah. and um, that sort of thing. So I think, yeah, you, you, we'd have to ask them themselves. Mm-hmm. But I know it, a lot of it doesn't go down well with people online who then get replies of, well, 
I bet you were offended at Bianca Del Rio. It's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, she said some <laughs> awful things. I'm sorry. How is how is that a gotcha? <laughs> so yeah. related then question from husband uh weird question as someone who's never seen drag race you're talking about art and artists but at the end of the day is it not the queens who are the artists not rupaul you can watch the show to support them and totally morally reject him uh yeah and that's that's how i hate watch i mean obviously there is no ethical consumption under capitalism okay <laughs> uh, which isn't which isn't a phrase to mean buy what you want from garbage people it doesn't mean go listen to morrissey okay that's mm. not what that phrase means it means <laughs> you've got to do what you've got to do to get by okay yeah so i've purchased things from amazon we're sat on an amazon platform right now mm-hmm. um it's um it's you've got to do what you've got to do to get by so if if the only way i can see drag representation is by watching rupaul then I'm going to do it, but I'm, I, I'm going to have to feel a teeny bit guilty about it. And there's a whole other issue, I think, about drag kings. At the end of the day, it's called RuPaul's Drag Race, not a drag queen race. Where, where are my kings, Ru? So, I think that's coming. You reckon? Because... It's only yes. taken 18 seasons, but we might get a drag king on. <laughs> well, the latest season, they've changed the words of the theme song. Yes, so I actually, have noticed. I, yeah. And that touched me. It doesn't say may the best woman win. Mm-hmm. It says may the best drag queen win. So actually, I think that opens it up to the drag kings. Uh, although the best drag king, Landon Sider, in my opinion, who does all kinds of weird things to me. Have you seen uh, Landon Sider? Oh, my God. Because I've seen no, not... them. Oh, live? Yeah. Oh, I want to touch you. I want to touch Landon Sider more, but... Uh. Oh, my God. I did Because they did a pride thing, and it was like, oh, my God, I might be in love with you. What was happening? <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest feeling, like, um, in boy mode and in girl mode. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, this is why I'm bi. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you've seen Land- Landon's incredible. No, I ha- no, sorry, I was trying to correct, but um, no, I haven't seen them live. Um, they were on Dragula, which is an alternative, really gory drag competition that yeah. has got, had three seasons with a fourth coming. Wow. Um, okay. So. Oh um, my god. I know, but again, I need I'll to just watch Dragula. Yeah, you do. Not for vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'll say. It's definitely not for fair. vegetarians. Um, <laughs> But I would just go back to if we again, we I don't think we can stop Rue at this point. Rue has come close to getting themselves cancelled so many times mm, mm-hmm. and getting more and more franchises. You've got Holland, Spain, um, Down Under, UK, America, Canada, Thailand. I'm probably missing some more. You've got All Stars. Um, I don't think we can stop that particular train right now, yeah. even with all the things that he said. But if it gets people to go, I kind of enjoy this art form and I will go and see my local queens. Mm. I, I went to a drag brunch in Toronto. Not one of them was a Rue girl. Yeah. My dad had a wonderful time. <laughs> they knew we were a table <laughs> of like, yeah, you know, my mum and dad, um, they gave him just the right amount of attention to make him squirm a little bit. Without being uncomfortable, they were they were perfect at it. I, I've seen local queens in Nottingham, so it's driven me out to see an art form that I wouldn't have watched before. So 
I'm glad that's happened because I I know early on in Drag Race history because I came in like season four I think um, in Drag Race sort of history there was a real concern early on where basically bookers were only booking Rue Girls and it was Mm -hmm. it was becoming a real problem where other drag artists just couldn't get on the bill and I genuinely think it's expanded a little bit more hopefully I would say in that people are now opening that door to other drag artists that maybe aren't Rue Girls and going hey isn't drag cool as an art form it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. I've got one last question from Millie before we start moving on, which is five people who inspire you. Wow, that's not something that I'd need three weeks to, to like... <laughs> you struggled uh, enough with Slay of the Day. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, five people that inspire me. Oh, and if I start mentioning people that could be here, I'm also going to get like, not me, not me. No, I, I know people wouldn't do that. No, um, absolutely not. So, okay, I'll go. So um, one of my favourite people that I've loved for like 20 years is Mandarin from Bis. Okay. She, um, she it, Bis were the first ever unsigned band on top of the pops which wasn't true but um that's what they were billed as and they had a really annoying record that my parents banned me from buying you're not spending your money on that it's shit (laughs) which just meant that i had to buy it like you know 30 pounds 10 years later instead of getting it at two quid incidentally yeah cheers for that i mean incidentally (laughs) i almost own everything bis has ever released in every format ever now it's a bit of an embarrassment they um our lovely aunt chapman just remastered one of their albums my favorite one of their albums and i've bought myself four copies three different colors of vinyl and a test pressing and spent 150 bones on it wow. so um uh yes mandarin would be up there um i'm gonna throw out my lovely lovely little brother from another mother snake snake plays games okay um There's a million reasons I could tell you and I could, it could go on forever, but it would just get embarrassing. But um, Snake <laughs> is an example of an ally that we all want. Mm. Um, and I'm fully aware that the, neither of these two people are in, in queer yet. In queer yet? My... <laughs> Not queer <laughs> yet, like is that places. what you just said? <laughs> oh, well, I, have, I haven't inquired as to Amanda's pra- past conquest, but... Um, <laughs> Blimey. I just met in my choices. There mm. might be one coming. Um, oh, I see. Your choices haven't been clear. No. <laughs> you meant snake. Um, There's no, still, snake still time, is definitely snake. straight. No, snake has definitely, definitely sent me straight. <laughs> um, but he, again, inspires me to learn more and more and to grow and improve. Um, he learns things about the L because he's a straight person hanging out on the edge of a bunch of queers. Um, uh, his, his chat room is more queer than not. Mm. And um, he just uh, takes everything we teach him and is like, Oh, okay, cool. And runs with it. And Aww. it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, on top of a lot of other stuff that I could say. I can't think of the three people off the... That's all right. I, I, five was a big ask. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I know, but... So, I mean, obviously, to people listening that don't know Snake, that's all I, I want to ask from allies is take it and run with it. Yeah. Take what we tell you, 
spend five minutes digesting it maybe mm-hmm. come back with any follow-ups and then just that's it we're done yeah. move on and and run so absolutely <laughs> i like that all right then so speaking of people that inspire you please tell me who your slay of the day is my slay of the day and this took a lot of thinking and would be on this <laughs> list of five okay is is gonna be sasha Valor, the drag queen <gasps> please tell me why oh, you know sasha although i already God. get it um from the moment i saw sasha doing drag on drag race it was this person is venerating women this person is parodying what is expected of us mm. with a bald head um, <laughs> and the most amazing fashion sense. Do you love a bald Every- queen? Angina is oh another one. Can't be I a bald queen. So to see him go through the competition everything they spoke was measured and understood and it was never a lecture it was a history lesson Mm. not a lecture it was genuinely interesting and um just thought thought through and then i met him (gasps) um i met oh my god at nottingham i got vip tickets and I dressed up, I found myself a shirt that looked like his when, you know, the voiceovers when they're in boy mode doing their, yes, yeah, their boy yeah. chat. I managed to find a shirt that looked exactly the same. I got myself a harness. I put um, big um, horns through my ears, just like he wears in the boy mode section. You went uh, in Sasha Valor cosplay. I love it. I cosplayed as boy mode <laughs> Sasha to meet Sasha Valor. Yeah. And I was so in love. I went, hi, oh my God, this is my husband, Richard. And he went, hi, husband, Richard. <laughs> I didn't even tell her my own name. Um, and when I'm happy and smile a lot, I show my gums. Yes. And every single photo of me with Sasha is just gums. Aww. I am just the most delighted. I couldn't be um, collected and cool at all. It was just pure <laughs> joy. Um, cool veneer and, just dropped entirely. Oh, there isn't one, man. It, it just dissolved. Love it. And yeah, so watching them create their art and the love they have for their dog, Sastra, <laughs> and their boyfriend and their family, and oh, Papa Valor, all, all of it, all of it just makes me melt into a puddle. Mm. So my slay of the day is Sasha Valor and everything they give to this world. I fully support your slay of the day because they are incredible. And season 10 spoilers, season 9 spoilers, I forget. Uh, Fine, Um, again, fine, fucking years ago. (laughs) Knock yourself out. (laughs) Right, okay, in the before times when we could touch people. Um, (laughs) When she won, I screamed so loud my neighbours heard it. I got up (laughs) at like 8 in the morning to watch it on Netflix so that I didn't get spoiled on mm. social media and screamed and my neighbor texted me like you okay <laughs> there are no words so if you could tell me moff where we can find you oh please don't okay do you not want <laughs> no, anyone to find you i do not wish to be observed no um so i can be found at twitch tv slash moffzilla yeah I've been extremely online for 25 years, so uh, <laughs> I, uh, you can find me everywhere. Um, yeah. 
uh, my old y- y- username, like on Twi- uh, Twitter, is Moffet M O F E W T E, but it was in use on Twitch, so I had to think of a new name. So um, I had to go with Moffzilla. Mm. Um, Twitter and Twitch probably your best bet. Everything else, I'm findable. Yeah, leave it alone. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> I crafted an online identity and brand before I thought hmm, separating those might be a good idea. So I'm findable, but I'll just leave us. <laughs> Amazing. And is there anything that you want to promote before we say goodbye? Uh, safe sex. Safe sex. Yeah, no, I'm not promoting anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> Although you should promote safe sex. Yeah, absolutely. As long as it's consensual and safe and sane, get doing it. Um, no, um, I, I am very casual at streaming. I just enjoy being, I like being able to chat and play games. Mm-hmm. That, that's basically it. Usually when people come around your house to chat, you have to stop the game, which is rubbish. So, um, I get to chat and play games at the same time. I don't have to stop, which I absolutely adore. Exactly. Right. Um, so I, I, my favorite stream is on a Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon, we try and chill and play some City Skylines. That's a really, really, that's my favorite thing that I do is just a Sunday afternoon. That is lovely. But. I don't have anything else really going on. All right. Well, thank you for coming to talk to me today. I am genuinely thrilled that we were able to have this chat together. Thank you for talking to me, Moff, and I will see you again very, very soon. Thank you so much. It was wonderful. I can't think of anywhere else I'd rather be right now. Thank Mm. you. I love you very much. I love you more. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was the wonderful Moff Silla, someone I love very, very much and think is incredible. I watched them play City Skylines yesterday because they do quite a chill Sunday stream and they somehow managed to build a kind of Mobius strip bridge over a roundabout. And if that doesn't make you want to watch, I don't know what will. I still maintain that those pedestrians could have got across that bridge if they were brave enough. Little bit of parkour, that's all I'm saying. If you want to check out Moff, uh, the links will be below, but she's on twitter.com slash moffette and twitch.tv slash moffzilla. These podcasts are recorded live on twitch.tv slash Master. Everything else, if you want to stalk me around the internet in a socially acceptable way, you may go to genegademaster.com. Dungeons and Dragons one-shot planned with er Kate over on twitch.tv slash er underscore Kate. This Thursday, see how much money I have wasted on cosplay. After a month where I said that this month I wouldn't be buying anything frivolous. I am my own worst enemy. Speaking of buying frivolous things, I think I'm about to go and hit the trigger on the Great Ace Attorney. So that might be this week's game. We'll see. Have a wonderful week. Uh, Next Monday we talk to the amazing Robotron, aka John Robertson, who I accidentally misnamed in his episode. So enjoy that where i absolutely cock it up with a comedian i deeply respect and admire i told you i am my own worst enemy catch you next monday right here on your favorite podcasty app love you bye